So this is part of our uh, Christmas series uh, leading up to Christmas. Uh, we're focusing on faith this year. Uh, in previous years, we've focused on uh, one of the words that are associated, classic words associated with Christmas, uh, such as love and joy and hope. And this year we're doing faith and next year we're doing peace. Um, but as we look at the topic of faith, what I really want to do is not focus on the faith of other people. Uh, and I don't want to focus on the faith of um, the people found in the Bible so long ago. What I want us to do is focus on our faith in God, our faith in Jesus Christ. And I want us to do that and bring it into the here and now. You know, so when we focus on what is our faith in God right here, right now, it actually takes it away from the historic figures. The historic figures are, are great. They inform us about our faith. But what it means is how do we have faith in our world today? Um, so often when we hear people preach uh, about the Bible, um, especially in, in our tradition, often what happens is we leave it, you know, it's a wonderful, great, in-depth talk about faith of those people back in the time of Jesus but we leave it there. What we need to do is have faith in the moment right here, right now. We can't just leave it to those who've gone by. We can't leave it to the faith of the people that built the church. We can't leave it to the faith of other people around. What is it that God is talking to you right now about your faith in a world that doesn't necessarily think the same as you? So the question that we have, how do we have faith in a world that dot, 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 blanks, you know, you fill in the blank. I'm going to throw a couple of things out there and, and see whether this, you know, resonates with you. Because it is difficult to have faith in a world when things don't go uh, as you'd plan, when people go against what you think God should be doing in the world. So how do we have faith in the world that seems to have removed God from everything? when the church is no longer, when faith in Jesus Christ is no longer the central fact of society. You know, we've moved from a time of Christendom, which, which is the, the church at the centre and everything revolves around it. The church is on the fringe, on the outer, you know. And I, I, I hear people say, oh, only if we could go back to the days when there wasn't, you know, shopping on Sunday or sport on Sunday or whatever it is, then people would be at church. Well, I, I don't know whether that's quite honest or quite true and that's not the point it's about how do we have faith even when the world has removed God from society how do we have faith in a world that has become increasingly secular and, and what I mean by secular is, is, is when people are actually quite um, antagonistic and wanting to pull down anything that has a God component Anything that the church is doing for the good of the world, they want to pull it apart and say, we want something else that doesn't have God at all. How do we have faith when a world is like that, that's hostile towards your Christian faith? How do we have faith in a world where people who should be upholding the Christian faith to the highest of moral standards, highest of ethical standards, do some of the things that are most hideous and horrible? How do we have faith in our God, faith in Christianity, faith in Jesus Christ when these things happen? 
Let me add a few more in for it. How do we have faith in a world that has death in it? How do we have faith in a world when people lose their jobs or when they can't have children or when they end up with sickness that just goes throughout their whole body? How do we, how do we have faith when marriages break down? How do we have faith when refugees are treated like nobodies and, and, and are sent off elsewhere? How do we have faith when people are facing ever-increasing financial problems or their business venture fails or you start adding in? How do we have faith in a world where we sometimes don't see God acting the way we want to see God acting or we see the world, you know, coming against what God wants us to do. So the question for us today is, how do we have faith in God when the world is not perfect, when time seems against you? So I want you to think for a moment about your life. I said I wanted to make it real for you and your faith in Jesus. So what is the biggest obstacle for you that you think that you face in your life when it comes to faith, when it comes to placing in action what God wants you to do, how to live your life according to God's plan. What is the biggest obstacle for you for that? Because this is going to help you speak into this situation. But I, want to, I actually want to hear uh, from the Bible in order for us to actually understand that today. And I'm going to share with you a passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through to 9. And now normally we would be putting it up on the screen, so if you've got access to a Bible, grab that, but I'm going to read it for you and listen to it. And I want you to really pay attention to verses 8 and 9, and I'll read those again for you again. Therefore, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We don't try to trick anyone or distort the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all who are honest know this. So I think this is, I'm going to pause there. I think, I think this is amazing because this is what we as a church strive to do. We, we want to tell the truth of God. We don't want to do trickery. We want to do, do, don't want to do anything. We want to say, actually, this is the truth of God for our lives. And it makes a difference. Our lives are different because of this. And so we want to actually say, this is who we are. This is what we believe in. This is the truth of God. Let me go back to the Bible. If the good news where preaching is hidden beneath a veil, and we don't want to do that, we want to have, make it out there, it is hidden only from people who are perishing. So we actually need to go and spread the good news around the place. Satan, who is the god of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. You see, we don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord and we ourselves are your servants in Jesus' sake. So this is who we preach about. You know, our preaching, our teaching, our whole thing is not about how great we are, not about how good it is, not the, you know, the latest tips, but it's about what God is doing, about Jesus Christ's saving actions. That is the foundation of our faith. That is the foundation of what we preach. 
And that is the foundation of our faith when things get tough. It is Jesus Christ. Last week I said it wasn't about the size of your faith. It was about the object of your faith. Who do you place your faith in? And we know that's in Jesus Christ. We know that's in God. We place our trust in God. Going back to the, back to the Bible, it says, For God who said... Let there be light in the darkness has made this light shine in our hearts so that we could be the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. See, this is where I really think it starts speaking to us about our faith in a world when it, things are tough, when things don't go the way we think it is, you know, when, when the world seems against you, is that we have this great truth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, inside of us. And that, that is the, that's the most important, but we are like a clay, char, clay, clay jar that is fragile and, and gets broken easily, gets chipped, and, and, and we, the exterior, but the centre is so important. That is Jesus Back to the Bible and it says from, you know, that we are clay jars containing this great treasure which is the faith in Jesus Christ. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. For we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down but we are not destroyed. So let me just repeat that, verses 8 and 9 for us, because it is really important for us. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. And we get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Notice what is happening. Notice what Paul is saying. This is so important for us to remain in the faith of Jesus Christ, even when the odds seem against you, even when the world seems against you. Paul shares these four statements that I, I, I gather everybody doesn't want to hear about their life, that we're going to have trouble, that we're going to be perplexed about situations, that we will be hunted down, and you know that's a really you know, powerful statement in there, but people are going to going to gun for you, going to be wanting your scalp, you know, and, and we will be knocked down. There will be times where we will be knocked over physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. You know, think about our lives. Well, we will have troubles. There were, you know, life is not a bed of roses, is it? If anybody's ever gone through life and, and thinks that everything is going to be really easy, I think they're fooling themselves, aren't they? Anybody agree with me in that? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we do have troubles. We also will come across when we are perplexed, when situations come across us. And I love the word perplexed because it means that we know something, but there's something else that is kind of confusing us. And so we're going to come across situations that perplex us, especially about our faith, especially about um, how do we live our lives or why is it that I'm living my life faithfully to Jesus Christ in this person that isn't 
seems to be getting ahead of me. It seems to be getting the stuff. You know, they're the things that perplex us around faith. But we're never going to be driven to despair. God will always help us in this. We'll be hunted down. You know, as I said, that's a really strong phrase, isn't it? We'll be hunted down, you know. In in other words, there are going to be people that, and and especially now, especially if you open up and say, yes, I, 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 I am a Christian and I live this. There will be people that will be on side with you, that will support you or say, wonderful, but there will be people who will hunt you down and say, you are wrong. Don't believe in this, you know, and want to turn you away, want to destroy what you have. But God, remember this, but God will never abandon you. And we get knocked down, you know. But we are never destroyed. We can always get back up. These statements that the Apostle Paul makes to the Corinthian church are an uncomfortable truth for us. But see, the thing here, God's goal is not to make our lives easy. So often we think that faith, having faith in Jesus Christ, coming to faith is all about having an easy life. You know, we believe if we put, you know, put, place our trust in Jesus, we, we place our trust in God, uh, and we ask Jesus into our life, then magically everything's going to be on cruise control and it's all going to be wonderful and there'll be no hiccups. And, you know... By the way, that Lamborghini looks great. Oh, I'm going to get it. No, none of that. You know, it's not about that. That's not what we're talking about. Life, for some, will be good. For some, it will be great. For others, there will be problems and there will be difficulties. For some, it will just be carry on as normal and others, they will face trials that will test their faith. You know, life happens... And when problems happen, will your faith in Jesus Christ crumble or will it stay strong? So the question is, are you a fair-weather Christian in all of this? You know, see, we want our problems taken away so often, but God doesn't promise that he's going to take away our problems. What God promises is that we will not get overwhelmed by our problems and our struggles. So we live in a world that will come at you. There will be, you know, it'll be hard one day, and for some of us it'll be hard the next day, and the next day, and for others it'll be okay. See, the thing is that our faith is non, not cognizant on our circumstances. It's not, you know, our faith is not bound to the circumstances around us. Our faith is found in Jesus Christ's saving grace for our life. It's found in the very nature of God. It's not in our circumstances that we place our faith. So whether times are good, times are bad, our faith in God remains. So when the world is against you or whether the world is for you, our faith in God remains. It's not about what is happening around us. It's about who our faith is in, and that is in God. See, faith is an active trust based upon the evidence, upon the evidence that is found in the trustworthiness of God, that is found in that Jesus Christ died for our sins, that is found in that God is alive and present in our lives and working for our benefit. 
The thing is that we often judge our benefit not by God's standard, but by human standards. We want that easy life again. So let me say this, and I want to be careful here. I want to be careful in what I say. When we have troubles and hardship, it it allows us to choose how we live out our life, how we live out our faith, whether we place our faith in in God and continue to do that when times get tough or we let it slip away. See, the biggest test of faith is to live our life both in the good times and in the hard times. For some the easiest place to have faith in God is when they are facing a struggle and the, the hardest time for them to have faith is when everything's going great. For others, it's the flip side. They can have faith when, you know, um, the friends around them are you know, supporting them and things are going well and life's going, but the moment something hard comes, it slips away. It's not the same for everybody, but the object of our faith is the same and that is God. So let me share just a couple more passages from the Bible. Um, And this one comes from Luke 9, chapter 9, verse 23, and it says this. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. So he's actually saying the world is not going to be easy, and you're actually going to have to bear the cross to follow Jesus Christ. And And when we become the disciple, a follower of Jesus, we need to live by faith in Jesus. That means we actually actively, openly, honestly place our trust in Jesus. We actually come in prayer and seek God's guidance for our wills. That's, that's placing faith in that and then acting upon that no matter what life throws at us, no matter what the world is doing. We're going to continue to maintain faith in Jesus Christ. I want to share with you another passage, and it comes from Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, and it says this, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. See, this is the object of our faith. It is Jesus Christ. That is our faith. That's who we have our faith in. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God. That is having faith in Jesus Christ, who loves me and gave himself for me. Making it really personal for you. See, the the goal of the Christian life is to become like Christ. This goal is not achieved merely by listening to great sermons or or, or being in the right place for God to do a miracle for your life. Rather, it is those small, significant, daily choices that we make to put put on the faith that you have in Jesus Christ, that you will be a new creation in Jesus. It's to live by faith. Pursue the way of the cross that opens up the door to become like Christ. I want to share one more piece of the Bible for you, and it comes from James chapter 1, verse 2 and 4, and it really speaks into us when things are tough and how we actually live our life in faith. Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity of great joy, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, 
for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So even when the world comes at you and seems like it's against you, your faith in Jesus Christ is going to hold you up, continue on there. There will be times of testing in our life. And it's that moment that we turn it around and let it become a moment of joy, knowing that God is with us and will not give us too much, but will allow us, will uphold us. What, what were these wonderful statements that uh, the Apostle Paul made to the Corinthian church? He said, you know, even though we'll be pressed by every side by troubles, we're not going to be crushed by it. So even though there will be troubles, we're not going to be crushed. Our faith will remain in Jesus Christ. God, our object of our hope and our desire, will allow us to continue on. Even though we may be perplexed by situations, we're never going to be driven to despair because we know that God is there for us. You know, we have been saved through Jesus Christ. Even though we are hunted down by people, we are not going to be abandoned by God because God is there for us. He was there at the beginning of time and will be there at the end of time and was there at the moment that Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins. And we will get knocked down, but we will never be destroyed by this. So we may be pushed over, our faith may be crushed, may be pushed aside, you know, life might get in the way, any of those things, but when we have our assurance in Jesus Christ, when we have our faith in the right place, not in the circumstances, but in the right place, which is our object of our faith, which is God, which is the saving grace of Jesus Christ, we will never be destroyed because we know we have eternal life with God. So let's just pray together. Our Lord, as we come into this moment, I want us to pause and just bring our tough times, the things that we struggle with, the things that push us at times. Lord, I pray for the tough times. I pray for each and every one of us here that we may have faith which is strong and founded in Jesus Christ when life is tough. Lord, I pray for each and every one of us that our faith may be strong in you, O Lord Jesus Christ, that we are not saying that we are the creator of everything when times are good. Yes, we can celebrate our achievements, but Lord, help us to remember how you are a part of our lives, that you are there as the creator of the universe, the sustainer of all life, and that we can have that close relationship with you in this. Oh Lord, may we live our life by faith in Jesus all the days of our lives. Amen.